I didn't know how long I would be alive because of the stuff that I was still continuing to breathe in. Mm. Because even though I was pulled out of the debris, it was incredibly hard to breathe. So yeah. I struggled with breathing almost all day that day. And so it was, uh, it was, diff- it was not, there was never a point in that day, or maybe it was much later that day I realized, okay, I'm going to be okay. But the general thing was all around me was so much pain. All around me, the world has changed. Yeah. Uh, to see bodies and body parts is such a traumatic experience. Okay. So the trauma is something that was, uh, you know, the smell of bodies, the smell of things burning, the heat, uh, the dust, the smoke all around you. So it, it, that's what actually the lasting memory of that day is, is of that. Uh, yeah. And also the sight of incredibly brave firemen, policemen. So when these challenges happen, like what we are going through COVID, uh, you know, life is such that everyday heroes always emerge. If you were trapped under the rubble of a building hit by a plane, how would you feel about your future? Meet Sujo, a 9-11 survivor and founder of You Can Free Us, who was pulled out from the rubble of the World Trade Center. This defining moment changed his life forever as he took on the daunting task of ending modern slavery. Sujo's journey is filled with resilience and hope. He believes that how we respond to tough situations defines who we are and not our education qualifications. Listen to a candid chat with my school friend as we reminisce old times and the role that our childhood plays in defining us. Please welcome... Sujo. First of all, Avinash, it's great to be on your program. And uh, even as we do this, I think we are in our, I'm, I'm 45 something and you must be 45. And my fondest memory yeah. of you is of a six-year-old. Yes. And I think very few people who've been on your program could probably say that, of that course. I've known you for almost 40 years. So uh, those listening, uh, Avinash <laughs> and I, we went to school from grade one to grade 12 in the city of Calcutta. So it's, it's, it's okay if I say we go way back. So it's yeah. great Sure. In, an, in our adult life to reconnect and now to be able to do something like this and share our life experiences. So I'm grateful for this opportunity. Now, this, this question that you asked me is, is and, and I want to be very honest and very vulnerable to everybody yes. listening. You know, when, you're, uh, when you do programs like this, often when you're on the other side, people ask you questions, everyone's wanting to hear the very polished or the perfect answer. Yeah. I have no perfect or polished answer for anybody today. I have to admit to you that I struggled initially during this COVID times. I really struggled. Mm-hmm. It was a, a very low point for me uh, initially because uh, something that I, I've always felt I need, uh, need in my life is I've always wanted to be in control of my mobility. I've always felt like um, I should have the freedom to move around and you know, living in India in a democratic country and then living in America, it's always given me that opportunity to to kind of pursue what I want to do. But then when, whether it's the government or a situation or an environment, you know, puts limits on your mobility and tells you, tells you, you can do this or you cannot do this. It, it, that restriction is, is, is very bothersome for me. So I struggle with that. But the second thing I, I also struggle is there was a slight fear about if I could catch COVID uh, because of uh, inherent yeah health situation concerning my lungs, I was considered as someone in the risk category. Uh, okay. And because of that also, some of my f- family and friends were bothered and worried about that. So there was a little additional stress based on that. Um, and so initially it was difficult, but then I, it became easier when I began to understand. Uh, it was actually a conversation that I had with a friend who constantly encouraged me 
to look at the bright side of it and said this is a great season a great time to do uh, in, in, in an inspection introspection of yourself and and pull the best out of you so yeah i've been through a, several challenging situations in my life yeah but definitely this covid uh, season ranks among the top but even during this season of challenge there were some bright spots there were sp- spots where um, i could i could try to build on uh, you know myself and try to make the most of the opportunity so i'm very grateful for friends and yeah. and family yeah. and people that that helped me through this season yeah no i can imagine so i mean you know um, as we were all going through this you know sujo yeah. the first person who came to my mind was you and i don't know if you remember i reached out to you yes, asking you, you how yeah. you know yeah. how you're doing and the reason right. why i did that was because i was very interested in knowing sujo how are you dealing with this because i know you've gone through a lot um you know in your life earlier right with that whole 911 incident and the one thing which everybody is speaking about right now yeah. is how do we use our grit and resilience to transform this whole situation into an opportunity and i thought it'll be interesting to have a chat with you and understand if you can see any similarities or anything which you went through um, you know a decade ago or i think it's almost 20 years now right it's uh, in terms of how uh, you know you transformed yourself and any learnings or anything that you've used from that incident uh, now right in terms of just rolling up your sleeves and you know looking ahead correct so uh, the answer is in your question you talked about resilience mm-hmm. uh, i think that is one of the things i love talking about and i think that is the thing that carries us through the storms of life one of the things that when we go through the life is we all have to understand and accept the fact that there are valleys and mountain tops you know after every mountain top there is a valley if you want to scale to another mountain you have to go down that mountain you're on go to the valley till you make it to that so that valley could be heartbreaks it could be difficult challenges it could be situations like covid it could also be hard work and and we have to go to the valley and i often my experience of 911 has taught me that when you go through tough times uh you you can't just camp in that bad place you just have to keep moving even though you're in a valley the thing is keep moving don't get stuck uh, and some of us we just get stuck and when you get stuck you're limiting where you can go and the period of your suffering and the period of your uh, challenge also becomes longer mm-hmm. so that's the important thing even though you are going through a tough time i would say just keep moving don't just just don't stop where you are secondly what i've learned through this whole uh, 911 and also this experience is uh, life is fleeting you are not promised tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, you know so many of us uh, so many people who passed away because of covid uh, they had their dreams they had their things to live for Yeah. and uh, death came knocking at their door and they did not wake up to their next birthday they did not wake up to the next date with their wife or their girlfriend yep and 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 so so they did not uh, get an opportunity to to marry the person that they wanted to marry to settle down in the place they wanted to settle down and mm-hmm. and so life came uh, suddenly at full force and took them so how do we cope with that we cope with that reality like and i tell people live every day as if you're going to be around for 100 more years but also live every day as if this could be your last day on earth so a life of no regrets a life where you've kind of lived out your life where you've not created struggles or strife with people in your life but you've tried to to
to live life in a way where you've given back to society and you can sleep with, with knowing that you've not hurt anybody, you've not stolen from anybody, you've not meant ill towards anyone. And if we can live a life of that, with, of that, with that clear conscience, I think you, we can be prepared for death whenever it comes. Yeah. So understanding uh, that life is short, the brevity of life, it's so important. And, and once we get that concept, we will plan our life a lot better way. Our relationships become more meaningful. Uh, our purpose in life becomes more fil- filtered and more uh, poised towards where lo- every day going forward will be better than the day before. See, the problem in life is if we are stagnant and if we are okay with where we were yesterday, uh, then what's the point of living? Mm-hmm. Uh, every day ought to be better than the day before. Uh, and the only way we can do that is channelize all our learnings through our tough times, but also realize that life, nobody's promised us a life where it's a bed of roses. Uh, if you want to pluck a rose, uh, you have to deal with the thorns. So thorns and roses go together. Uh, and, and so uh, if it's a rose that somebody, your boyfriend has given you, then uh, watch carefully. If it's a raw rose, it has thorns on it. There is pain. There's pain in every relationship. There's pain in life. There's hardships in life. That's the nature of life. But when we get through it, we become tough and we move on. And in the process, we build a resilience which helps us to live life to its fullest. Yeah. So making comebacks is what matters. Uh, nobody is going to remember us for the tough times. People are going to remember us for the, for the way we overcome the bad times, the way we overcome the evil. Um, and so resilience is all about the comeback. And everybody celebrates a comeback story. Uh, and so for those that are struggling right now, I want to encourage you, challenge you. There are people in your life, your family, your loved ones, your co-workers, they're cheering you on. They can't wait for that that 2.0 version of you, the second version of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so pull, the, pull it out of you. It is, it is in you. And when we go through tough times, we just have to remind ourselves that we've been through this before, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I ta- told myself when I was dealing with COVID, that I've been through this before. I, I, I've, yeah. I've been through challenges in my life. I can go through it again. But also the other thing that helps us is to put in perspective the general suffering and trauma others are going through. And it's always good when, when, when stuff like this happens to think about others. For example, if the only thing you're dealing with during this COVID season is fear about uh, your finances, fear about your tomorrow, then think of people right now who's, who are starving, right? Who have no food. And you look at that and say, you're like, wow, my life is so much more better. If you think, if you have this fear that what if I catch COVID and, I, and I'm going to die and it's mm-hmm. just a fear, think of those on ventilators right now in hospital beds around the world. Yeah. So when you think of others, uh, you know, that are suffering, it just puts everything in perspective and, and you just learn how to deal with the fear. I think that's the biggest problem of COVID more than the physical attack on our bodies. It's the right. emotional health mm-hmm. and this fear that has overwhelmed and gripped people. Right. Right. Yeah. So Sucho, I mean, I, I, you know, how about we, uh, we rewind, say, 20 years back, right, to that incident a little bit. And I won't ask you to go through the full story, obviously. I'm sure anyone can just YouTube it. But a few things you did as small steps. I really believe in small steps, right? Because it, uh, in terms of change and transformation, these are very big words, right? Uh, and, at you know, if you ask anybody to change, uh, be it their behavior or their lifestyle, it, it just is, it seems a very daunting task, right? But as soon as you say that, um, do these two small steps, it really gives us a boost, right? So if you Correct. can just 
help me understand a little bit about a few of the small steps which you took um, you know either now or you know years ago uh, which which helped you really kick start that whole um, transformation of how do i now really discover who i am and Correct. how do i really evolve from that Great question. Avinash, the first important thing, and it's a quote by Mark Twain, who said, two great days in each of our lives, the day we were born and the day we figured out why we are born. And I think if you can find out for yourself why you were born, your whole purpose for living existence and what you want to do becomes very real. And it's the, the struggle is how do we understand that? Life situations, circumstances, they point us towards where we should be. Uh, and for me, it was 9-11, uh, the suffering and the pain that I saw inflicted upon people around me when I went through, opened my eyes to what is that real, also taught me the difference between success and legacy. Um, and, and, and I started rewriting my life story. I wanted to do something different with my life. So uh, it's the learning that comes from moments like that that helps us. But one of the biggest things if people want to really change their circumstance is the ability to take risk. Uh, mm -hmm. If you are debilitated and you cannot take risk in life, then, then you are cutting off many opportunities for change. If you look at people who are successful, they're all risk takers. I tell people just living is risky. You could be driving down a road and right. no fault of yours, somebody who's drinking alcohol right now could actually come and come and hit you, you. and you could get killed. And it's no fault of yours, right? Mm. So, so, uh, so living is risky. So if living is risky, why not be a risky radical? Do something big, do some big damage. Uh, you know, and, and I mean it in a good way. I don't mean it in a bad way. Sure. Uh, do, do some big risk. So I, I am a risk taker. And unless you get off the boat and you learn how to walk on water, if that's possible, you cannot get to where you want to go. Um, and so I challenge people, not everybody is a risk taker, but, but if I can just encourage people to begin to take small risks in life, anybody who's had success in business, they'll tell you they were a risk taker. Anybody who conquered new areas in life, conquered whether it's whether the early explorers that went into new territories and places in the world, yeah, they were risk takers. Sure. Show me one person who changed the world who did not take risk in their life. Uh, without risk, nothing is possible. Even now with the COVID crisis uh, and the vaccine being developed, there are some incredibly brave risk takers who are signing up and saying, you know, I sign up to be uh, someone that's willing to go through these trials for these vaccines, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it could go wrong. It could go well. If it goes well, uh, millions and billions of people are going to get benefited. If it goes wrong, those people could end up dying or suffering. So, yeah, so risk-taking is part of a way to help us to that place of change. Um, and so we just have to have a deep within a conversation with ourselves. What are risks that we can take now? Hmm. What are some sensible risks we can take? It's just dumb to take crazy risk, right. but take measured risks along the way. Uh, take some small risks and, and you see the fruit that brings in. That will encourage you to take the next step. Um, and so, I, you know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be a leader, uh, the, the ability to take risk in, in a measured way, uh, in an intelligent way. It's the difference between people who sit around uh, and just waiting for their circumstances to change. Circumstances may change, but opportunities to, to exploit the circumstances comes from the inertia that comes within you and me. Mm, right. Great. Um, so I wanted, so, I mean, as you were speaking, I was trying to visualize you climbing out of the rubble yeah right 
what were the first few emotions or feelings running through your mind when you you uh, discovered you were alive well you know uh, that's a great, that's an interesting question avinash when you talk about what was the emotions that if i was still alive i didn't know how long i would be alive because of the stuff that i was still continuing to breathe in mm. because even though i was pulled out of the debris it was incredibly hard to breathe so yeah. i struggled with breathing almost all day that day and so it was uh it was diff- it was not there was never a point in that day or maybe it was much later that they realized okay i'm going to be okay but the mm-hmm. general thing was all around me was so much pain all around me the world has changed yeah. uh, to see bodies and body parts is such a traumatic experience okay. so the trauma is something that was uh, you know the smell of bodies the smell of things burning the heat uh, the dust the smoke all around you so it, it that's what actually the lasting memory of that day is is of that Uh, mm-hmm. and also the sight of incredibly brave firemen policemen so when these challenges happen like what we are going through covid mm-hmm. uh, you know life is such that everyday heroes always emerge uh, mm-hmm. right right now it's our healthcare professionals nurses doctors right. uh, policemen and people first responders who always step up so i saw that that day um, so there was never quite a moment like there was also this fear about what's going to happen on september 12th what's going to happen on september 13th it just felt like the world had changed forever yeah so um, at what i mean at what stage did that fear of being alive transform into being grateful that you're alive is there anything uh, you you can you can think of yeah uh in in fact it took a while because initially there was and i didn't know all these uh, psychology concepts that you would mm-hmm. have this guilt of living because you feel like the guy who saved my life who died and so i didn't know that these were concept that's real i'd never experienced something like this but i i found very surprised that i was feeling very guilty that i was alive when you oh, would hear okay. stories of uh, people who had died and you would see that i would feel like wow they could have been far better people that could have uh, stayed back and made an impact upon this world or mm. who were much more needed than me like why me so that why why was i spared so right. that's a question but eventually and avinash you kind of know what i do now eventually as my life purpose started unraveling and now I've, i'm a lot more confident in in understanding that and realizing that yeah i was spared for a purpose but yeah. back during that time i it was a question about why me um am i i'm and it's interesting avinash i i've been to that question in my life very early on in my childhood when i was 9 years of age my sister had died and she was only 7 and a half and i remember yeah. and i remember from that young age till about 14 15 as i struggled with that telling yeah. myself often like why was uh why was she taken why not me it could have been better for my parents if if she was left behind and i was taken you know she was a better child so we constantly go through those things till we find our purpose and we feel like we are adding value and that's kind of become my mantra of living um oh. i often tell my friends and loved ones i say i don't want to be around one extra day uh as long as i add value to society i want to be around the moment i stop adding value to society i'm done like i'm going to hang in my boots yeah. i don't want to be a burden on anyone so that kind of guides you along the way and it keeps you on your toes that i have to constantly add value um and i have to make the world a better place than i found it yeah no absolutely so as you were speaking again i was going back into time and remembering our school days and Correct. if you remember i was staying almost opposite your house in some yes. fashion in that jhotala road 
yes uh, and every evening at 3:30 exactly i used to run to the church where i used to play cricket do you remember the church obviously yes there was a church that used to play cricket correct yes yes and my only remembrance of uh you know that evening is actually you your house and the church because they were so close to each other in terms right. of proximity that you know it was almost in some ways related in some way i i, I mean i don't know why it's very strangely i feel uh, you know every time i go back and think of my good old days you know playing in the church i remember you i don't know wow. why uh, and uh, you know i have no reason why i, I know. Uh, you know yeah life has a way to yeah there's right? memory and it's so strange after i don't know decades we are now connecting you know Correct. at another level and uh, absolutely you know we both have undergone our own so called journeys of some kind and it's just amazing how we are sitting across uh, you know the internet and speaking to each other so Uh, but you know those early moments those uh, beginning days are always important you know when i when i tell people if when i hire someone uh, mm-hmm. to to work for me i always look at their history and mm-hmm. someone who is not proud to talk about where they came from those early childhood experiences yeah, yeah. Uh, or or people who cannot point me to people in their life when they were young made a difference or someone i can mm-hmm. take a reference from their childhood mm-hmm. i don't have much respect for them because every life yeah. experience from childhood on Uh, oh, did yes. not come by it, it was not accident it was not an accident where you were born you were born or i was born who mm. we were born to the the mm. circumstances our families went mm. through it was not an accident they had a unique way of shaping who we are right now right um and so i look back at every experience in my life has something that came to 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 put me on a different path right um, yes. so because what choices do we make when we have we, we have to be born uh, yeah. you know you could have been born somewhere else 5000 miles apart each yeah. other but those things have been meant destiny had that way for our lives so right. it's good to reflect back on those childhood experiences it's good to look back and say where did we come from so we we stay grounded and yeah. we never forget those early days because if we forget and that's kind of the thing that sometimes you can allow pride call it pride call it like a lot of people you know i've had i actually have you know the same school we went through Mm. uh avinash and i don't want to say it publicly yeah. i've i've tried to reconnect with a couple of people that randomly i thought i thought of them and they mm-hmm. were pretty close friends of mine in school i one guy for particular i can think of that was very close to me till 7th or 8th grade and from calcutta he moved to bombay uh-huh. i ran to his cousin and i i said do you have your your brother's number he was a yeah. friend of mine <laughs> i connected with him and he, he completely denies even remembering me <laughs> that's He's like who i I'm like like <laughs> so there are people who try to blot out their complete you know yeah, past yeah 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 so i'm like okay so we can't do that it's who we are is like yeah, you know yeah no no absolutely and uh, you know uh, i did that i did that almost and and i can you know i can openly admit it that after i went to the us i was like i have a new life i'm going to do this differently i don't want to go back to stuff but then you know after you do a lot of the things you dreamt of and and reach a, you know a stage you start then reminiscing all the freaking old times and it just you know it just uh, appears you know in the front of your head and you and you can't ignore it it's right in your face and and then you start thinking uh, you know has to be a meaning behind all of this right and you start Correct. then asking the whys and the discovery process then starts beginning at least in my case it started with that 
So just yeah, I'm very proud of you also, Avinash. I mean, I when I reconnected with you seven years ago, um, and then knowing your journey, and I'm really proud of the the how evolved you've become and what you're doing to give back to society, to give back to children, and giving them a platform. So yeah, it's uh, you know I'm not impressed by what what corporations or companies or how much wealth people have created. Yeah. What impresses me about people is what are they giving back? Um, because if you created wealth, good for you, good for your family. But if you have created some other societal value, you're, you're shaping a whole uh, country, you're shaping, a, shaping lives. And I have so much respect for friends of mine who yeah. are making that kind of impact. And you stand at, on the top of the list. And I, I just want to no, appreciate, I appreciate you. that. I mean, and I no, encourage I you, you're going to go you're going to, going to continue to make a difference. And that's what it's all about. Uh, we, we all have to encourage each other to, yeah. do, to become better versions of ourselves, to, to make our world a better place. Yeah, no, so absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of this really makes me internally so happy. I don't really look at any other outcomes from the outside. And I'm sure you feel the same with the work absolutely. you're doing with You Can Free Us. Uh, it's just amazing, right? Uh, absolutely, it's... A lot of the things you and I are doing is not even related to our education or Correct. anything, our qualification. It's just amazing that how much we are into this. And every time I look at the education system, you know, I just feel those years I wish we would have developed in different ways without, without regrets, <laughs> though, right? Yes, because, yes. you know, in some ways we were just asked to do things as opposed to, um, you know, enforced to do things as opposed to really asking us. Correct. Uh, I totally agree, Avinash. I totally agree. I look at, you know, so, so uh, you know what I do for a living. I'm a motivational speaker. But in, in school life, 12 years of my life, I didn't do any kind of debating publicly. I didn't get any opportunity Australia, like that. Yeah, yeah. But right now, I've probably done more speaking than anybody in our school ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I look at that. And now what I'm working on right now, I don't know, I don't think I've shared with you, I don't have a finance background, but I'm putting together an investment fund. Yeah. Uh, and then this is completely a new thing for me. So I feel like, yes, we look back and we feel like things could be changed, but uh, education is a continuous process. So Absolutely. I'm able, I've learned from my life journey that if you apply yourself, uh, we can always learn something new. We can always learn something different. So maybe somebody who's watch, listening to this, you may have not gone through that perfect B school or scored mm. so much on your cat to get there. That is not the end of your life. You have... Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm not taking away from people who work hard and get into good engineering schools and MBA programs and all that. It's great. If you can do it, do it. It's, a, it's an easier way of social success. But please don't think that's what defines you. You're, you cannot be, you will never be defined by where you went to school. You will be defined by how you've applied yourself to the circumstances, environment you found yourself in. And I'm an example of that. I constantly try to learn new things. Um, and if I, because if I keep doing what I used to do, I get bored. That's, that's the way I'm wired. And, and so, um, yeah, this childhood, we shouldn't have any regrets. I feel yeah, uh, yeah. because we, we still have opportunities as long as we are breathing, we still have an opportunity to do something new and different that we've never done in our life. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it goes back to our childhood. I think the environment that you and I were brought up in allowed us to really, in some ways, uh, explore and really think differently um, as opposed to, you know, being a little more disciplined. And, you know, I, I mean, I believe that discipline is important, but right. that 
creative flexibility is also as important, especially in these times, right? When you're going yes. into a world of disruption and all of that. It's, it's, it's so important that uh, we... I would call it creative intelligence. Okay. Uh, you've got to be creative and intelligent. There's so many creative ideas fall apart because there's no business plan behind it. Yeah. So you have to be intelligent enough and creative enough. And if you can be a creative, intelligent and intelligent at the same time, you're a genius. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you what's keeping you awake at night these days. I know absolutely different kind of question, but <laughs> no, no, no. I was just curious to know because you're back now in the U S so. Yeah. What keeps me awake? Uh, it's <laughs> in fact, I don't you know to be very, uh, I know you another question you asked. I, uh, you, your, your question is you're asking something different, but on the front side, I don't do it. I don't do much sleep. I sleep four to five hours. I'm okay. I, and I'm not saying it's as the best lifestyle, but I've heard like the other day I was with a call with one of my friends in Europe and he just read something new. He said, there is a study that came out that talks about people like you. And I'm like, what is it? He said, you know, people have always said you need seven hours, eight hours of sleep. But now studies are coming out that there are some people who can deal with four or five hours of sleep and they're still okay and still healthy. Yeah. And I'm like, there. No, there I mean, I believe that you need to have good quality sleep. The Correct. hours, I don't think is as important. Yeah, because some people start to sleep and their brain is completely working or they're dreaming through the yeah. whole thing, right? And then go to sleep. So yeah, what keeps me is, is the potential to change the world. Like uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like I, I constantly feel like I am still scratching at the surface. There's mm -hmm. such a greater opportunity to make impact. Uh, a life, like before our candle burns out, right? The, mm -hmm. Till the final place in our life, there is a potential for light. So I feel like I, I still have a lot more to do to create uh, impact and to change the world. So those are new things that, the constantly ideas that's playing on my mind. Uh, Avinash, I've shared with you, I'm working on a movie project right now. That is such a new thing for me. And I'm very excited mm -hmm. about that. I'm okay. excited about this uh, investment fund idea that I'm working on. So these are two mm -hmm. good ideas that I'm working on right now. So constantly things about that play on my mind. But when that idea comes along the way, uh, possibly there'll be something else that'll come along. Um, but, you know, I'm very blessed that I ha also have amazing friendships and relationships in my life that, mm -hmm. that help that, you know, they share with me their challenges. So I don't have to just focus on my stuff. I get to contribute to people and causes and others and, mm -hmm. and be involved in different things. So the way I'm wired, Avinash, I get bored very fast. So yeah. it's very important for me to do multiple things at the same time. And it's possible. Mm -hmm. uh, often uh, people say women can multitask, but I think men can also multitask. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, if I just do one thing, I can't do it. If I can, if I have an opportunity to do multiple things and, and manage it, you know, we don't have to do everything. We can delegate things to people, but if we can be the idea person behind stuff, I think it just helps me. So yeah, sleep is something I can work better on. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. And again, <laughs> having said that, let me also say this, you and I are not people that's going to completely change the world, right? Yeah. Sometimes we also have to remind ourselves that the world will go on with you or without me, with yeah. me. Yeah. So we, we, we are, we are in quite, we, we can't put ourselves in a place that we're also important. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it's taking that responsibility and saying, yeah, well, how, how can I, because if everyone's backs off then who will do the job, right? So we right. can all do something. Um, so yeah, opportunities to, to do something different opportunities, change, change the world, change lives, impact lives. Those are the things that, that excites me. Nothing else really excites me. I, when I hit 45, last October. I, and it was a very challenging year, 2019 for me. One of my closest friends, 
he died. He was more like a younger brother to me and he was way younger than me and he died. And when I went through all those challenges in, in, in October last year, I was like, you know what? I've been there. I've done that. I've traveled the world. I've been, I don't have much on my bucket list. What's there left for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to constantly tell myself, no, I, I can't be in that place saying what's there for me. I have to keep moving. Uh, and uh, yeah. so it's been since last year, even before COVID, it's been the thing about uh, how do I do some things different in my life? How do I allow new things to come into my life? Um, mm. So, yeah. Yeah, interesting. But I wanted to ask you what, what like I've been having a chat with you since the past half an hour. Uh, I'm just amazed by the optimism because every time I ask you, is there anything stifling uh, in terms of the challenges or environments, you always show me the other side, right? Which is so amazing. And, and, and your ability to think creatively and all of that is so awesome. I think a lot of the listeners who are, um, you know, trying to understand how to deal with uncertainty will have a lot of tips to take away. Um, and I think it all, you know, the, the answer actually lies in yourself and your ability right. to really discover who you are and things which are important to you right um as opposed to the world and stuff that's happening out there right? just a recap on what i said uh, you're right i mean just a recap you we just have to remind ourselves you know what i'm better than this i've been through this before uh, mm-hmm. this was a diff maybe it was a different story different experience i've been through that before so mm-hmm. if i beat this got over this i overcome overcame this before i can do it yeah. again and then also reminding ourselves my situation is far better than the situations of most people who are going yes. through far deeper things and I think when you put in perspective what you're going through in the light of problems going on, if you're a business owner, hello, 99.9% of business owners um, are going through mm-hmm. a challenge right now, right? Yeah. Uh, unless you are, you are doing something in making a vaccine or you're making masks or something like that. Yeah. Everyone else is in a slump, right? Sure. So you just look at it and just say, we're all on a journey together. Uh, the world is not against you, but the world will always crown uh, the underdog, the world will always uh, be there to celebrate people who can actually uh, add value. So uh, yeah, we always have to look at the at the at the brighter side of life, Avinash. Otherwise, we, we actually yeah. have no other choice. And there's on any given day, uh, we have more things going well for us than going bad for us. If you are breathing, you're better off than the guy struggling yeah, on that true. ventilator right now, right? Right, right? If you are able to put food on your table for your family right now, you're better than probably 20, 30% of people in your city through this COVID crisis wondering, will they make it through this next month? How will they pay for their bills and their rations, right? So we, we really have it a lot better. Uh, and honestly, you know, when I was in India, I just had, I, I came, I'd come to India for that event that you were there and I was mm-hmm. supposed to go to Europe. I had just come with um, winter clothes yeah. and I had just had winter clothes and I had boots and I had jackets. I was going to be in, in a three or four places in Europe and, uh, and that's it. And so what, March, April, it's summertime in India, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I lived through those few months in India with just a few pairs of clothes that I had, just living from stuff that was in one suitcase. And it mm-hmm. just taught me that we don't need much. And I'm, I'm sure that it's been a learning for all of us during this time, right? Like, what are we going to do with all this stuff? Like, we don't need much. We can survive with two or three pairs of jeans and three, four pairs of shirts. And that's enough. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, but we crave and we clamor for stuff. Like, and we have that 
constant quest for, and I'm not against bad experiences. I like the finer things in life too, but it's just been a realization even through this COVID crisis, like for what? It could all be taken away from you in a day. Like, yeah. why don't we share what we have? Why don't we make this world a more equitable place? Stand up for what is right and leave a mark upon this world. Yeah. Great. I, th I think it's a great way to wrap it up. And I appreciate your time, but I won't let you go until I ask my final question, which sure, I sure. to all my guests is that if I had to ask your mom to look into the deepest corner of your heart, what would she find? I hope she finds someone who is, uh, who's tried his best to live life according to the values that my parents taught me. Mm. Uh, I may be found wanting there. Uh, I'm not a perfect human being. We're all work in progress with our flaws. But I think for me, my parents have raised me with a certain values. And I think what I would really love for my mom to see is that I've came somewhere close to the values that she tried to instill in me. Yeah. That would mean anything more than anything else. So that was Sujo. I really hope you enjoyed our inspiring and candid chat and took away something from it. This is Avi, your host, signing off. Do watch out for our next episode by following Your Other Side on all major podcast platforms. Until then, keep exploring your other side. Thank you.